millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Thank you very much to Just Duckies for getting it started over there on the foxhole. Pilled.net. Appreciate that cookie. Well, obviously, yesterday, the big news of today is the new indictment against President Donald Trump. It came through yesterday while we were on the air. Of course, in in that time, we've had the actual indictment itself drop. We've also learned more about the co-conspirators, quote-unquote, that have been indicted alongside President Trump. Looks like Democrat leaders across the country are taking Jack Smith's lead into account, and they're going down that same road. The tone and tenor of the the mission in Washington, D.C. ought to be pretty clear. They want to murder President Trump. They want to put him away for life. They want to make sure he can never lead this country again. Well, that's all fine and well. But President Trump has done nothing wrong. And so, therefore, although this case and the others may take Time, money, effort, they'll go nowhere. 
The U.S. dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 1970s. That's when the dollar was decoupled from gold. And right now, it seems like the government is hell-bent on continuing that tradition. From now until the next election, you can bet the government is going to print as much money as they want. And the last time they did that, inflation went up by 9%. You see, gold is the one asset that has been proven to withstand inflation. And you can invest in gold with Noble Gold Investments. And when you do, you're also going to get this 24-karat, quarter-ounce gold standard coin for free. So visit Noble Gold Investments at my special website, redpill78gold.com. Once again, that's Noble Gold Investments at redpill78gold.com or simply dial 877-646-5347 and they're going to answer the phone any time of the day. Noble Gold is the only gold company I trust and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. As I was going live, I realized that I never even shared the show today. I got a haircut, uh, had some other stuff going on here at the house, and I just totally lost my train of thought. So if you don't mind, let me just boost this out here onto the interwebs and let people know that, yes, in fact, we are live and there actually is a show today. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. If if you wouldn't mind, do me a favor. Please hit that like button. Uh, please help me out by sharing the show. Get it out there so that uh, other people will know that we're live right now because we have so much to discuss. Now, I know that a lot of people uh, are going to look at the events of the last 24 hours, and uh, it's going to make them angry. I think there's nothing wrong with that. We ought to be very angry. We ought to take a look at what's happening in our country and uh, – and and call out from the highest rooftops. It's not right. Uh, this is not the American way. And what they've done to Donald Trump is an affront to everything that's sacred in our country. Uh, at the end of the day, this is truly going to end up being a case about the most fundamental rights of us as Americans, the freedom of speech, our right to protest, our right to say, hey, we don't like what's going on. Donald Trump has done nothing wrong, and I'm going to enumerate that for you in painstaking detail today. But let's begin by discussing the indictment itself. This is, at the heart of it, lawfare. They are unable to to wage open warfare. They're unable to wage political warfare. Joe Biden is not capable of beating Donald Trump. No other Democrat candidate is capable of beating Donald Trump at the ballot box. No Republican candidate is capable of beating Donald Trump at the ballot box. And so, therefore, they must use whatever weapons they have. And seeing as they control the government, the DOJ, the FBI, the levers of all power here in the United States, they're going to use those tools to the best of their ability. President Trump is set to appear in court in Washington, D.C. this Thursday. So that is tomorrow. Uh, we do have information about his judge that's going to be overseeing the case as well. Judge Moxilla Upadaya. She happens to be an Obama judicial appointee. And she's known as something of a, a, a tyrant overseeing a number of these uh, January 6th uh, cases as well. So President Trump was hit with four specific counts. Number one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. I don't think it's possible for them to make that to make that uh, a proven fact. 
conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. I don't see how that was done as well. Obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. I think they're going to find difficulty doing that one as well. And of course, conspiracy against rights. And then at the time that the indictment was filed, there were six unnamed co-conspirators. Now, we do have the names of some of them because they appear to have leaked out of the special counsel's office to uh, CNN. Uh, Now, Three of these four January 6th charges against Donald Trump all allege a conspiracy. What are the elements of a conspiracy? Well, uh, once you can define them, they are required to show both intent and at least one co-conspirator. So they have to essentially prove Donald Trump's state of mind. And I would imagine they could only do that through, I don't know, communications, uh, through his own words that he spoke. Uh, and if you take a look at his words from his speech on January 6th, he said, we are going to march peacefully and patriotically. He didn't say anything about opening up the doors of the uh, congressional buildings and throwing ourselves in there and uh, obstructing official proceedings. We didn't say anything like that. Uh, So if we take a look at the indictment itself, I want to get into the weeds on some of the, uh, the language here. So they say that despite having lost, the defendant was determined to remain in power. So for more than two months following Election Day on November 3rd, 2020, the defendant spread lies that there had been out there, that the outcome had been determinative fraud in the election and that he had actually won. Now, saying that, whether it's true or not, is not in and of itself a crime. However, they treat Donald Trump's words as if they were a crime. This is a First Amendment protected line of speech. These claims, they say, were false, and the defendants knew they were false. Well, how do you know that? If they truly believed that the election had been stolen, like so many of us do, I think probably 70% or better of the country believes that the election was stolen, uh, then there is no argument. The defendants repeated and widely disseminated them anyway to make his knowingly false claims appear legitimate, create an intense national atmosphere of mistrust and anger, and erode public faith in the administration of the election. I would say that the Democrats and the deep state apparatus in Washington, D.C. did all of that. They created this air of uh, unrest here in America. It was under the Barack Obama administration that they really started to dismantle society as we had known it for the majority of our lives. Our faith in the system, our faith in the administration has been eroded by the government's lack of will to do anything that can successfully increase the standard of living for people here in America or to enforce the laws such as our border. Uh, what about drug laws? What about the CIA importing crack cocaine into Los Angeles? Those are the types of things that erode the public trust. When we learn about secret classified programs, uh, uh, programs where the Central Intelligence Agency gave, uh, you know, large doses of psychedelic drugs unwittingly to American citizens? Or or what about when they gave black men syphilis in Tuskegee? Uh, Yeah, these are the kinds of things that erode our trust in our government. Uh, Continuing on, the defendant had a right, like every American, to speak publicly about the election and even to claim falsely that there had been outcome determinative fraud during the election and that he had won. Well, thank you very much for admitting it, Mr. Smith. He was also entitled to formally challenge the results of the election through lawful and appropriate means. 
You mean like finding alternate electors, the exact same plan Joe Biden had in place? Should he have been found to have lost the election or the same type of plan that Democrats do in every freaking election every single time? Such as seeking recounts or audits, which he did, of the popular vote in states or filing lawsuits, challenging ballots and procedures. The only problem is that our court system is completely corrupt and captured and no judge was willing to hear any of our arguments. And when they do hear our arguments, they fall upon deaf ears. Now, indeed, in many cases, the defendant did pursue these methods of contesting the election results. His efforts to change the outcome in any state through recounts, audits or legal challenges were uniformly unsuccessful, mostly because they were thwarted at every turn by the same deep state elements that were in Washington, D.C., seeking to ensure that he was unable to uh, get reelected. Now, shortly after Election Day, the defendant also pursued unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and subverting the election results. Again, this is the exact same thing that Democrats do every time. In doing so, the defendant perpetrated three criminal conspiracies, and this is the meat. A, a conspiracy to defraud the United States by using dishonesty, fraud, and deceit to impair, obstruct, and defeat the lawful federal government function by which the results of the presidential election are collected, counted, and certified by the federal government. That's in violation of 18 U.S.C. 371. B, a conspiracy to corruptly obstruct and impede the January 6th congressional proceeding at which the collected results of the presidential election are counted and certified, the certification proceeding in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1512 K and C, a conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's vote counted in violation of 18 U.S.C. So are, are they are they talking about the right to vote of the uh, of the congressman? Because, you know, the people had already had their votes stolen. If you go back to uh, November of 2020, each of these conspiracies, which built on the widespread mistrust the defendant was creating through pervasive and destabilizing lies about election fraud, targeted a bedrock function of the United States government, the nation's process of collecting, counting and certifying the results of the presidential election, the federal government function. Count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. This is where we're, we're going to stop. We're not going to go through all these because it's a 45-page uh, indictment. But they list every single one. Uh, Donald Trump did knowingly combine, conspire, confederate, and agree with co-conspirators, known and unknown to the grand jury, to defraud the United States by blah, 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 blah. The purpose of the conspiracy uh, was to overturn the results of the election. The defendant's co-conspirators were to assist him in his criminal efforts by overturning the legitimate results of the 2020 election. I only have one thing to say about all of these charges that they are attempting to lay at the feet of President Donald Trump. As the president of the United States, as the commander in chief of the United States military and the armed forces in all of its forms, if he wanted to hold on to the United States and force uh, to not allow a transition of power to go through, to force himself into another term, then he could have done that. But he didn't. Instead, he walked away peacefully and patriotically. And Jack Smith is not going to go down in history as uh, a, a very, very well-liked man. And uh, and I hope that what you're seeing, the treatment of President Trump, the subversion of our system, I hope that it makes you angry. And I hope that I hope that anger can be channeled into a righteous indignation, causing you to get out of your seat, to get involved in our system 
and demand that we have change on a fundamental level. And I think that that change is coming, my friends. Donald Trump will not be removed from the situation. I don't even know how they are going to handle this. If they if they're able to convict him, I don't know. I don't know. But Donald Trump is not going anywhere now. Adding insult to injury. Oh, you know what? Before I get into Letitia James, I want to play you this video that my friend, the storm has arrived 17 clipped out earlier today because I think it's rather relevant. You know, all of those charges that they mentioned there, they are going to be impossible to prove. They cannot prove Donald Trump's state of mind and they can't prove that many of those things are crimes at all. Uh, and especially when you can present evidence showing that there is a precedent that's already been set in Washington, D.C. and with elections around the country, that this is just the way things are done. Nobody sought to defraud the United States, but we're the ones that are being defrauded right now by special counsel Jack Smith, by Joe Biden's D- Department of Justice and Merrick Garland, by all of the captured FBI agents and DOJ U.S. attorneys, all of those people who serve the deep state, who who literally have walked away from their oath to the Constitution and the people of this country. Those people are defrauding us right now. And those people deserve to get their comeuppance. And we're going to have to wait and see on that one. But let me show you this video because this case opens a unique opportunity, not only for America to fully recognize just how corrupt, how illegitimate our current government is, how dangerous the system has become, that they would go after people for protected speech, protections under the Constitution, in the same way that the federal government went to the social media companies and demanded that they shut people like us up. Yeah, this is really extended out to uh, uh, the the furthest possible degree that it could. I think a couple of years ago, people would have said, never in my lifetime. They will never go this far. But here we are. So what opportunity does it afford us? Well, in the same way that they get to present the case against us, against Donald Trump, Donald Trump gets to uh, 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 inject evidence into this case in the form of discovery from the other side, uh, in the form of uh, making his own argument as to why these things were done the way they were, and, of course, to discussing his state of mind. So let's go ahead and take a listen to this clip from President Trump's attorney, and uh, this is either from early this morning or late last night. What Mr. Trump did was exactly uh, constitutionally uh, precise and and, and in order. There was nothing illegal about that, and and he was required to take steps as President of the United States to ensure that that election was held in a valid way. Um, All of that now is being criminalized. The one thing I will say, though, in 2020, Mr. Trump's campaign had a few weeks to gear up and present evidence, and it was very difficult. We now have the ability in this case to issue our own subpoenas, and we will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election in the context of this litigation. It, it, it gives President Trump an opportunity that he has never had before, which is to have subpoena power since 
January 6th in a way yeah. that can be exercised in federal but court. But what you're talking about, the states, the states did that. Each individual state certified the elections. They were signed by the governors, many of them Republican governors, um, and many of them Republican secretaries of state uh, that signed off and certified those election results before they came to Washington, D.C., and we had what was January 6th. So right. what you're talking about was done. It was certified. No. No, I'm, I'm sorry, but, but you're missing what, what Professor Eastman's advice was. Professor Eastman said that the state legislatures had not opined and weighed in on the changes that had been done in those various states. And what they've really done is invited now a relitigation of 2020, but this time in a criminal court, which is unprecedented. No sitting president has ever been criminally charged for his views, for taking a position. And by the way, is there any doubt there's two systems of justice in the United States? Was Hillary Clinton prosecuted for the Russian hoax? Were, were those individuals who said, don't worry about the Biden, uh, the, the Biden laptop because it's just Russian disinformation? Are they being prosecuted? No. Only one person in America is being prosecuted for his political beliefs. And that should send a chill, a warning to every single American who one day wants to get up and say, this is what I believe in. I disagree with the Biden administration, but these are the beliefs I have. Because every person who does that now is subject to a potential criminal case. And that's the most appalling part of this. Every single one of us might find ourselves in the wrong end of an indictment. Now, adding insult to injury, Letitia James, the corrupt New York attorney general, has said that a $250 million lawsuit against Donald Trump, his children, and his company is now ready for trial. If there was any question as to what they're doing here, they're attempting to destroy this man, his family, and his legacy. They want to spend all of his money for him so that he can stay out of prison or end up dying in prison a pauper. You know, I saw some really disgusting things from uh, the DeSantis camp on Twitter suggesting that President Trump was grifting the people of America, so that simply so that he could uh, cover his legal fees. Well, get the get out of here, DeSanctimonious and your team. Donald Trump is being forced to spend all of his money to protect himself in court. If it wasn't for the corrupt judicial system, the DOJ and the FBI here in America, all of that money would remain in President Trump's war chest. And you'd have nothing to say then. You know, I'm I'm fine with DeSantis being governor down here, but I feel like his 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 candidacy up until this point has shown some major chinks in his armor. And I think President Trump uh, agrees with you with me there. I think that any chances he had of being president after this, um, they are null and void. So yesterday it was announced by Letitia James that this massive $250 million lawsuit is ready to go to trial. She said that the case is scheduled to begin on October 2nd with Justice N. Gorin of the state Supreme Court in Manhattan being the presiding judge. Now, the lawyers for President Trump have repeatedly asked N. Gorin to extend the deadline, but he's refused. They want to put him in court in multiple jurisdictions all at the same time. Now, this lawsuit was just filed 
filed in September of last year. And what it does is target both President Trump and his family, his organization, also executives working at his organizations. It alleges there is some sort of extensive fraudulent scheme related to property valuations and President Trump's personal financial statements. The allegations are that he overinflated the values of his properties when actually uh, uh, getting tax uh, breaks for them. Uh, and, uh, you know, Anybody out there ever done their taxes? Uh, you know, y- you do what your accountant tells you to do. President Trump was not in the room with his accountant saying, hey, make sure that you give me, you know, a hundred million dollars for this building when it's actually worth 50. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Now, allegations against Ivanka were dismissed by a New York appeals court rather recently, and the inquiry continues into whether or not the Trump organization inflated the value of some of its properties. Letitia James last year said her office was seeking to make Trump pay $250 million. She wants to ban him from running businesses in New York forever. She wants to ban Trump and the Trump org from buying commercial real estate in New York for five years. And she said that they were making a criminal referral to the U.S. Department of Justice. Now, Jack Smith himself, you have to wonder what the the hell is going through this man's head, uh, because what did Donald Trump do? He he was president. Uh, He sought to destabilize the deep state, make America great again, uh, strengthen our nation, uh, strengthen our military, strengthen the dollar, strengthen your wallet, strengthen all of our wallets. And since Joe Biden came into office, all of those things have withered on the vine. Now, If you take a look at the possible punishments that President Trump could get for talking about years in prison, we're talking about 561 years. But most shockingly, at least one of these charges could include the potential for President Trump to be given the death penalty. Uh, And that is conspiracy against rights, 18 U.S.C. 241. This includes a penalty of up to 10 years in prison, but It adds that if death results from the actions covered under this provision, the offender may be executed. If two or more persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or laws of the United States, or because of his having so exercised the same, or if two or more persons go in disguise on the highway or on the premises of another with the intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege so secured, they shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And remember, this case is all about January 6th. If death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or if such acts include kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to kill, they shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for any term of years or for life or both or may be sentenced to death. Think about how many times they have tried to connect the deaths of people at the Capitol on January 6th directly to Donald Trump. Now, of course, one person, Ashley Babbitt, uh, was actually shot by a law enforcement officer. She died as a result of her participation in the Capitol riot. Now, Jack Smith said on Tuesday 
This Capitol riot was the result of President Trump's claims about the election. And Democrats, time and time again, have blamed President Trump for deaths that occurred at the Capitol and then unrelated deaths. Remember Officer Brian Sicknick. And then there was another one who actually shot himself. Uh, and yeah, I think that's arguable. I mean, he was probably uh, 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 suicided. Now, Democrats, almost universally, and even some of President Trump's opponents have specifically tried to blame him for the apparent efforts by some of the rioters to kidnap then-Vice President Mike Pence, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and uh, Smith, Jack Smith, could very easily try to argue the same. I don't believe he'll be successful. But the point here is that the possible punishment for the president of the United States, a former president, in light of these indictments is death, penalty of death. My God, this country has taken such a dark turn. I mean, 561 years in prison, man, that is enough. But death at the hands of the very government that President Trump tried to save, I I hate to say this, but Can you imagine what that would do to this country if they took President Trump and executed him on television? The the country would be on fire. I mean, there, there would be no putting that genie back in the bottle. There would be no way to quell the anger in the average everyday citizen. People would not stand for it. So it's a very, very dangerous game that they're trying to play. So where does the 561 years come from? Well, shortly after being indicted, President Trump uh, sent an email out to supporters. And he said, uh, with crooked Joe's corrupt DOJ having unlawfully indicted yours truly yet again, reports indicate that I can now face a combined 561 years in prison for the left's witch hunts. That is six lifetimes. There's only one message someone can send by trying to throw you in jail for six lifetimes, and that is is fear. The fear that if you only vote for the candidate who puts you first, you could, too, be harassed, indicted, and even arrested by the current Marxist regime in Washington. Because these endless witch hunts and indictments aren't really about me. They're about you having a voice in your own country. I'm just standing in the left's way, and I always will. Isn't that the truth? They don't want any of us to be brazen enough to stand up and tell them what we really think. Sit down, plebs. You don't have a voice, not in America. You think this is a republic? You might even think it's a democracy. Well, guess what? It's an authoritarian regime being run by a totalitarian Marxist leader. wrapped in a skin of globalism. President Trump continues, rest assured, patriot, if there's one thing I'm willing to risk my freedom for, it's your freedom. But while the Democrats continue to send America barreling towards tyranny, I ask that you peacefully stand with me during these dark times as one united Republican Party and prove that we will never surrender the country we hold so dear. Uh, and then he does ask for uh, uh, a bit of donations, which you know I can understand. President Trump is uh, is he's about to pay big, big, big legal bills. Okay, um, I have never done an interview with Gary Wayne, and his name is not familiar to me off the top of my head. Also, somebody asked about my finger earlier. There it is. It's better. I got the stitches out yesterday. 
Um, and, uh, and I'm not wearing a bandage, but it's doing pretty good. Pretty good overall. All right. Uh, let me, we have to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back. I'll see you in a second. Forget about Botox and microneedling because there is a much cheaper and more effective way to turn back time. And that's because one of the best ways to ensure your skin stays healthy looking and youthful as it possibly can has everything to do with your collagen production. And this is why I highly recommend taking and using collagen as an everyday regimen. You see, the brand I use has 10 tasty grams per serving of supercharged collagen to support your skin health. Plus, it's super easy to blend with any of your favorite drinks of choice, and it provides the most necessary types of collagen for skin elasticity, hydration, and youthfulness. And the best part is you can get some collagen today using my special link in the description below. You're going to also get 53% off, plus you're going to receive several free gifts with your order. Just go to my special website, healthwithredpill.com. Once again, that's healthwithredpill.com, or just click the more button in the description below, and it'll open up and take you right there. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, so I see that's Atheist Patriot who says, that was me, damn razor-tooth snail bites. So yes, funny thing is, it, uh, it I, I, was, I was cutting banana leaves with a very large, very sharp machete. And after I cut those banana leaves, I came inside, I was oiling the blade up with linseed oil. You gotta do that down here, otherwise everything rusts. Uh, and as I was flipping the knife over, it literally slipped out of my hand, probably because of the oil that was on it. And, uh, and it just it fell right on my finger right here. And when it fell on my finger, it chopped right through all of the most sensitive parts of the pad of my finger. Uh, and it hurt, but it didn't hurt nearly as much as it should have because I severed some major nerves. So I, uh, I, I squeezed it together. I told Lisa I needed to go to the emergency room. And then I said, no, wait, take me to ready care. <laughs> it's going to be way too expensive to go to the emergency room. Plus, I have to be on the air at 5 p.m. So anyways, she rushed me to uh, to uh, the ready care they patched me up, they gave me some stitches, and they sent me home, and then I was here on the air with you guys uh, later on that night. Um, oh, the Genesis 6 Conspiracy. I Okay, somebody sent me that book. I actually have that over here. I thought the name sounded familiar. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't have Facebook, so I can't, but I will look up the Genesis 6 Conspiracy.com, and we'll see about getting in touch with him. Uh, when's the safety briefing? Yeah, the, the <laughs> I'm not the best to, to do a safety briefing, unfortunately. I have many, many cuts all over my hands because I'm super clumsy when it comes to that stuff. All right, so let me say thank you to Vector117. He says, there's no way to get away with this. Patriots in control. Gloves off. And I think you're right, Vector. I don't think there is a way that they get over this uh, or that they are successful with this and get over on us. You know, I, I've I've always thought that what we are experiencing right now is a mass movement to awaken America and the world. And how can you awaken people to the truth of what's going on without showing them? You simply cannot. People are not going to spontaneously just come to the realization that, oh, my God, our, our government's corrupt. The DOJ, the FBI, it's all captured. We have an illegitimate government in place. They're not going to just come to that on their own. They have to be literally held by the hand and walked straight into it. It's like, uh, uh, I don't know, a banana peel hitting you on the face. And uh, next, Doug Simey, thank you for the can. 
Uh, Just Duckies says Banana Republic is kind of an understatement at this point. Yeah, exactly. We are the definition of a Banana Republic. LKW Cross, Trump has all of the dirt on the evil ones and received 100 million votes in 2020, and he's going to receive maybe 100 million more. I don't know exactly what the breakdown is of eligible voters in the United States, but I think that most of them are going to vote for President Trump. Who cares? Uh, Says 07 Zach, didn't they throw out the New York James case months ago? That was just the one against uh, Ivanka. Uh, Karen Allen, good to see you, Karen, dropped a cookie. PQuest as well. Thank you, my friend. And then Two in the Pink dropped a can as well. Yes, you can't tell the people. You have to show them. You have to show everyone just how corrupt this system is, because that's the only way they're going to get it. And right now, you guys, the mask is off. They are telling us exactly who they are. They're telling us exactly what they want to do. It's up to us to help inform the rest of the nation. And then once people are informed, we take action. We get everything that we've learned and we get everything that we have been given as directives and we go out into the world. This is not a time to sit on your couch. This is not a time to expect that somebody else is going to come up and do the heavy lifting for you. You have to ask yourself, what can I do in my own community? How can I help the people of my community? And you also have to have a community. I mean, you know, I've talked about this on so many occasions. We, we, we spend too much time online. We have to get out of the house. We have to make those connections in the real world. You got to go to church. You got to meet people. You got to enter into civic organizations. You, you need to go to events. You need to make sure that you're active in your kids' schools. I mean, every single way that you possibly can. Now, special counsel Jack Smith, he actually spoke almost immediately after dropping these indictments, and his main thrust is that January 6th was fueled by lies. Well, I think it was actually fueled by a uh, corrupt and stolen election at the hands of your boss. But let's go ahead and take a listen. Okay, the digital dollar is coming. Three, two, one. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. Because when you read it in full, you'll realize the sheer hilarity of it It's impossible for them to actually prove this case. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. No, not true. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. What about the ones who let the protesters into the building? What about the ones who opened the magnetic locks and allowed those protesters to come inside? What about the undercover agents that were breaking windows and urging peaceful and patriotic protesters 
to smash windows themselves and to enter into that restricted space. What about the men and women of the Capitol Police who were simply chomping at the bit, could not wait to start shooting rubber bullets, tear gas canisters, pepper balls at a peaceful crowd? There was no violence on January 6th until those mother effers on that side started shooting our people, started kicking off the entire thing. Someone died, okay, almost immediately. First thing, boom, pop off a tear grass grenade, pop off a concussion grenade, boom, somebody drops to the ground, dead. President Trump didn't do that. The Capitol Police did that. The Capitol Police shot Ashley Babbitt. The Capitol Police killed Roseanne Boyland. What about them, Jack Smith? They're patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our capital, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. Jack Smith, Jack Smith, this man has to wake up every morning and look himself in the mirror with a straight face, go to work and tell people that Donald Trump actually committed crimes. Jack Smith, you're living a lie. I wonder if you are even aware of just how disconnected from reality you and your staff are. This case is brought consistent with that commitment and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. And judged it will. Let's take a look at the legal I guess, an- analysis of, uh, of a great mind who may be a pedophile. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, Alan Dershowitz. I say that in jest. I know Alan has had a a number of cases against people who have said things like that uh, in the past. And all we know is that there were claims made. But allegedly, he was able to beat those claims. And he has evidence to show that uh, he he didn't get massages from um, underage girls at Jeffrey Epstein's. But that's neither here nor there. I am interested in Alan Dershowitz's legal analysis because this man has decades of experience under his belt. Uh, to discuss these types of things. So I made a point earlier about uh, having to prove the intent, Donald Trump's frame of mind. That is going to be nearly impossible to do. Uh, From what Alan has seen in the indictment, nothing that they explain, that they discuss, that they enumerate was illegal. I don't even know that any of it was wrong, but this is a fully corrupt and captured judicial system. They seek to punish President Trump. They seek to remove him from the equation to no longer have to worry about him as a threat to them politically. When you can't beat them, indict them. Believe me, they have done the indicting. So if the attorney general appointed by Joe Biden authorizes the prosecution of a former president, the chief election rival, 
You would imagine that if they're serious about this, the case would be overwhelming. The evidence would speak for itself. His guilt would be so clear beyond a reasonable doubt, beyond any suspicion that the prosecution was motivated by anything other than law and order. Well, in this instance, there is literally no smoking gun. Now, Alan Dershowitz refers to this standard I I just laid out as the Nixon standard, Uh, because when you use the Nixon standard, because it's a former president, I mean, you better be damn sure you have to be very, very clear to show that the guilt is so evident. All right. I mean, with Richard Nixon, they had tapes, conversations of him directing people to break into the Watergate Hotel and sabotage the DNC. I mean, Richard Nixon signed his own death warrant. Donald Trump doesn't have anything like that because he never, ever directed people to do anything illegal, either verbally, uh, in written form or in any other fashion. So the Nixon standard applies here. But it doesn't meet the threshold. So uh, this will be a hard case for the government to uh, actually put on. But as I said earlier, it's not necessarily about convicting him. It's about convicting him in the court of public opinion. Uh, more than anything, it's about hamstringing him, uh, stopping him uh, from arising in the polls. But that's the, as we have seen time and time again, the more they persecute him, the more popular he becomes. The more they charge him, the more we are committed to vote for him and to get him back into the United States. So uh, there is no way that they're going to be able to prove that Donald Trump was intending to do anything illegal. Now, he mentions the classified documents case, uh, evidence related to Trump's alleged illegal retention of classified materials at Mar-a-Lago are strong, But the supposed crime itself is rather technical and relatively minor. And Hillary Clinton, remember, she stored highly sensitive government documents, special access program intelligence on her homemade private server in her bathroom. And as Jim Comey said, no reasonable prosecutor would ever bring charges. Now, Joe Biden, he had classified documents stored in his garage, in his private study probably in Hunter Biden's back pocket because he was visiting the Chinese. He never had anything happen to him. Mike Pence, same thing. Bill Clinton, nothing. Bill Clinton's former security advisor, Sandy Berger, nothing. So then why are they going after Donald Trump? Well, it's because of what I've said before. They hate him. They got to get rid of him. They need everyone to believe that he is a criminal. So in order to establish the underlying charges in this case, the government would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that President Trump himself actually knew and believed that he had lost the election fair and square. And as I stated earlier, President Trump believes the election was stolen. The people surrounding President Trump believe the election was stolen. He did not intend to subvert the will of the people. They're not going to be able to prove that. He did not intend to send people breaking into the Capitol building. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Not a single person present in Washington, D.C. on January 6th believed that something like this would take place. Now, when Jared Kushner was uh, summoned before the grand jury, there were people who suggested that he might provide the smoking gun. But apparently he said exactly the opposite. He believed that Trump believed he had won. So there's no proof. There's no email of Donald Trump saying, well, guys, we lost fair and square, but guess what? We're going to keep it anyway. 
not very well. We're not going to put on a very big fight, but we're just going to do it enough so that the DOJ can convict me and indict me in the next administration. So they will not be able to prove Donald Trump's intentions, and they won't be able to prove that he did anything illegal. They will take a lot of time, a lot of money, and they're going to run the news cycle with Trump trial news over and over again, probably put it on court TV or law or what is the the the. What's the legal channel, honey? Law and something or other? Anyways, let's talk about Tanya Chutkin, the Obama appointee. Now, this woman has uh, been known as something of a tyrant when it comes to January Sixers. Uh, She has essentially thrown the book at everybody that's come before her. Uh, She has sentenced January 6th defendants to sentences longer than the government had requested. So that ought to tell you why they chose her to oversee this case. Now, here's a very important fact. Apparently, uh, Jack Smith in the indictment was caught publishing a major lie as he attempts to convict Donald Trump in the court of public opinion. Uh, We have those four counts against Donald Trump. And in the indictment, Smith asserts that Trump was knowingly pushing false claims, despite officials ostensibly telling him that they had no evidence. One of these claims was that Mr. Smith cited an example of Trump peddling, quote, false assertions in a statement from CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency that there was zero evidence of voting systems being compromised in the 2020 election. Now, this is where that lie begins to pop up. The claim in the indictment is actually contradicted by the Justice Department itself. Just the News reported back in November of 2021 that Joe Biden's DOJ charged two Iranian hackers who successfully hacked into a state computer election system. So there you go, Jack. Unfortunately, your own Justice Department has already proven that at least one hack did happen. So it wasn't false assertions. It wasn't fake news, as you might like us to believe. These two hackers uh, broke in, stole voter registration data, and they used it to carry out a cyber intimidation campaign. I believe that they actually sent out emails uh, alleging to be the Proud Boys, too, if I'm not mistaken. Now, Uh, We also had GOP members of Congress, uh, Trump campaign officials and Democrat voters in the November 2020 election, all targets. U.S. officials called this an example of malign foreign influence in the U.S. election. And these Iranian hackers, as I said, were posing as members of the Proud Boys who have been, of course, unfairly maligned by the corporate media. So, Jack Smith, that's a lie. Unfortunately, well, for him, unfortunately, but fortunately for President Trump. So what is the general consensus about these indictments? Well, of course, Merrick Garland, who collects a paycheck directly from Joe Biden, uh, waits at his heel to lick his boot. Uh, He believes that Jack Smith is a principled leader. Uh, Couldn't be farther from that, but uh, he was asked about the charges and uh, what his opinion was of everything. He said... 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Today, an indictment was unsealed charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, the most liberal place in America, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of democracy. Uh, and as we've already laid out, the uh, summation of these charges are all based upon lies. Uh, there is no crime that Donald Trump committed. Uh, however, 
Mike Pence also had something to say about it. Uh, you guys, I, I know that John is like he's in love with Mike Pence. Um, he believes that Mike Pence is a good guy. Um, I have to be honest. I, you know, I've always had my issues with Mike Pence. Uh, and I think that if Donald Trump was making plans with his administration to take down the system that he knew was illegitimate, it doesn't mean that he would have to surround himself with people that he could fully trust. You know, I've said this on so many different occasions. You keep your friends close and you keep your enemies closer. Right now, there are some really, really unsavory characters that are attacking General Flynn online. I'm not even going to say their names because they disgust me. These people... Uh, suddenly are now attacking General Flynn, trying to claim that he himself was responsible for what took place on January 6th. You got to be kidding me. Like, are they that desperate for clout? Are they that desperate for money? (laughs) Well, apparently they're desperate for something. All right. Uh, because they believe that General General Flynn, okay, somebody who I am certain is 100 percent patriot is somehow an evil man all of a sudden, all right? Well, people might believe that Mike Pence is a good dude, but I've always felt that Mike Pence was kind of creepy. And Mike Pence, it turns out, uh, has been a, a total turncoat to Donald Trump ever since then. And we learned new information. He was actually actively working against Donald Trump before he actually left office. Now, in a statement after Donald Trump's indictment, He said today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. I will have more to say about the government's case after reviewing the indictment. The former president is entitled to the presumption of innocence. But with this indictment, his candidacy means more talk about January 6th and more distractions. As Americans, his candidacy means less attention paid to Joe Biden's disastrous economic policies afflicting millions across the United States and to the pattern of corruption with Hunter. No, uh, absolutely not. The mainstream media, Mr. Pence, may be focused on this more often, but they were never going to give adequate coverage to Bidenomics destroying America or to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's criminal network. Our country is more important than one man. Our constitution is more important than any one man's career. On January 6th, former President Trump demanded that I choose between him and the constitution. I chose the constitution and I always will. As your president, I will not yield an inch in defending America, our people, or our values, and I promise you I will do so in a way consistent with my oath to the Constitution and the character and decency of the American people. We will restore a threshold of integrity and civility in public life so we can bring real solutions to the real challenges plaguing our nation. Now, the problem here is that Mike Pence ascribes all of these problems that exist in America to Donald Trump himself. He suggests that Donald Trump attempting to rectify the stolen election of 2020 is somehow him asking Mike Pence to choose him over the Constitution. Donald Trump has not asked people to choose him over the Constitution. Donald Trump was the one thing standing between America and destruction. And as soon as he left office, here we are, we're on a collision course with the shit. Pardon my French. But that is exactly what's happening. Now, I think that Mike Pence 
I think Mike Pence has probably turned state's evidence against Donald Trump. Remember, he testified in the grand jury, uh, and I think that he probably told the grand jury something that made them believe they could go ahead and get those charges. Well, I don't think Gavin McGinnis. I don't think Gavin McGinnis is Nancy Pelosi's nephew. No, it's uh, it's Gavin Newsom. That's Nancy Pelosi's nephew. So uh, Andrew Feinberg actually um, agrees with me here. Lots of evidence in the indictment appears to come directly from Mike Pence. And they're talking here. This is uh, Section 90. Uh, On December 25th, when the vice president called the defendant to wish him a Merry Christmas, the defendant quickly turned the conversation to January 6th and his request that the vice president reject electoral votes that day. The vice president pushed back, telling the defendant, as the vice president already had in previous conversations, you know, I don't think I have the authority to change the outcome. It's not the outcome, Mike Pence. The outcome of a stolen election is uh, not the real outcome. Fred Awakening says no way they would be doing this if they thought they could cheat again like they did in 2020. And Pence is a twat. Not on board with John on that one. Yes, absolutely. You're you're 100 percent right. The reason they're doing this is because they know they cannot beat him at the ballot box. There are simply not enough votes that they can steal this time, especially with a third party candidate splitting the ticket on the left. Uh, Yeah, I think that Mike Pence. Trump allegedly told Pence, you're too honest. That's a quote from Mike Pence. Uh, Yeah, I I doubt that President Trump said that. Uh, And uh, Pence called President Trump and President Trump asked him to consider not accepting the electoral votes. You know, I, I when when Mike Pence made that decision, I understood his spoken rationale uh, that if he had done it, then, of course, uh, Democrat vice presidents in the future could do it. But let's be honest, they could have done it. They could do it now. OK, and, and who's to say that they won't do it again in the future now that they know that nobody had thought of it before? You know, the people running our country have got less knowledge about what powers they actually hold than, you know, your average freshman in high school. Uh, and Mike Pence posting these statements saying that no man should put himself above the Constitution. The Constitution, the founding document of our country, defines what our country is supposed to be. And right now, I'd say Joe Biden is putting himself over the Constitution. He is failing to uphold his oath to the Constitution. And Jack Smith's indictment reveals just a little bit more about uh, Mike Pence. Apparently, That conversation that uh, we mentioned when he called on Christmas, Mike Pence was taking copious notes. Uh, He was making sure to enumerate all of the conversations that he had with President Trump uh, just in case he needed to use it in the future. Now, I ask you for anybody out there who is still you know, believing that Mike Pence is a good guy. Does that sound like the behavior of somebody uh, who had the back of our president? I don't think it does. And I don't think that Mike Pence acting in this manner to go against President Trump, I don't think that that necessarily fits in with uh, uh, the idea of exposing all of this to the people. Uh, You know, there is uh, this is not going to do anything for Mike Pence other than get people to hate him. Um, Now, if you can spell out for me a reason why people hating Mike Pence and Mike Pence being uh, exposed as a turncoat is 
you know, in Pence's best interest or the, the country's best interest, I'm willing to listen, but I, I simply just don't see it. Mike Pence, I think, is a, is a, is a, is a turncoat. Absolutely. You know, convince me otherwise. And, and I, 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 I say that like in, in the friendliest of, of terms here, I would like to hear, I would like to hear your rationale, especially after learning that this indictment is probably all from Mike Pence. Now, I suppose, I suppose that this could be a clever ruse uh, to convince this administration that based upon inside intel from the Trump administration, they would be able to convict him for doing and saying certain things. Um, and by doing so, it allows us, allows D- Donald Trump uh, to enter evidence into discovery in the case. And uh, as his lawyer said, to relitigate aspects of the 2020 election in a way that you know haven't been done in a criminal court before. Because laws were broken. But it wasn't Donald Trump or his team that were breaking them. It was the deep state criminals that were breaking the law. So if Mike Pence is playing the long game at the behest of Donald Trump, that could be. And that's really the only logic that I could uh, possibly ascribe to it as uh, with with Pence as a good guy. Um, But. I just I think Mike Pence's time is done. You know, he, he's he's not going to be around uh, for much longer. He's not going to be a candidate. He's not going to get elected in Indiana anymore. I think that his political career is over. He's he's at best going to be a talking head on one of the uh, cable news shows. Now. I think it's quite clear when you take a look at the timing of all of this, and uh, let me actually show you uh, a detailed timeline where is it? Um, what the heck? I had a detailed timeline of every time Donald Trump was indicted. Uh, it just happened to coincide with new evidence coming out about Joe Biden and his criminal actions. Uh, hold on just a second. Because I don't remember it all off the top of my head. Oh, look at that. Top of the line on uh, on Gateway Pundit. Trump attorney John Loro to Fox News. We will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election. Um, okay. Where the heck is it? Sorry, guys. This was definitely in my notes. I don't know where it went. Here it is. All right, let's take a look at this timeline. Uh, Here it is. Uh, March 16th, James Comer reveals Biden family payments. And on April 4th, 
We have Trump's New York criminal indictment. It was clear that they rushed that one. They really don't have a case there either. Then on June 8th, the GOP in Congress views the Biden bribery 1023 form. And on June 9th, Trump is indicted in the classified document scandal at Mar-a-Lago. On July 26th, Hunter Biden's plea deal falls apart. And then on July 27th, President Trump is hit with additional charges from Jack Smith in that classified document case. And then on July 31st, Devin Archer testifies before Congress, essentially laying out the entirety of the Biden criminal family network. And then on August 1st, President Trump is indicted in terms of his role in January 6th. So it's quite clear that this is an attempt to uh, draw the narrative in a different direction. Uh, but again, it's not working. It will not work and it will not be successful. Let's take a look at some things that have come up here recently. Uh, we, re- we recently learned that Hunter Biden received money from China. That's in contradiction to what Joe Biden claimed. Also, President Biden speaking with Hunter's business associates over 20 times, sometimes in person, sometimes on the phone. That contradicts direct statements coming out of Joe Biden's mouth over and over and over again. Uh, We also learned uh, when Hunter Biden's immunity deal fell apart that the DOJ was going to secretly slide that in so that he would not be eligible for criminal prosecution for anything anytime in the future. Good God. You know, you don't even see that when people are giving up like drug kingpins. And then yesterday, we show that Donald Trump is still beating Joe Biden and every other political opponent. The only logical thing to take from all of this is that as a result of Donald Trump's success as a candidate, the existential threat that he poses to the current deep state illegitimate government, uh, the only way that they can hope to beat him is by removing him from the equation. Fredo says, the one thing that makes me scratch my head regarding Pence is when Chris Miller made that speech, praising him for helping out in the most complex military op in history. What's up with that? You're right. And that is something that I have pondered on a number of occasions. Um, but let's, what, what, would, what could that have been? You know, um, Mike Pence this is the uh you know the 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 thing that makes sense to me mike pence was uh heading up operation warp speed operation warp speed at its heart was the delivery of treatments uh for covid-19 through wasn't it through the department of defense department of defense under the purview of christopher miller uh so maybe there were investigations taking place operations taking place to uh investigate the origins of covid-19 uh to investigate the lab leaks and all of that I mean, we're never going to find out, but I, I don't think that Mike Pence, having been present for some important military operations, means that everything the guy does is solid gold, because good people do bad things sometimes, and sometimes bad people will surprise you, uh, and sometimes uh, our, our, uh, our, our goals align so that What we want and what they want happens to be the same thing at the same time. It doesn't mean that we're all on the same side. So Okay. Yeah, what was the complex operation? I don't know. I think that well I hope that that's something we figure out in the future, but 
I mean, it could be any number of things. And I mean, Christopher Miller overseeing the entire Department of Defense. Mike Pence, vice president. I mean, he is right there. He's got access to a lot of things. You know, maybe he took certain things off of President Trump's plate. You know, I mean, of course, the insinuation is that President Trump and uh, had, uh, uh, you know, basically given Mike Pence the uh, authority over these very classified uh, operations that were taking place. And, you know, of course, this is uh, in the same breath where Ezra Cohen-Watnick and he had uh, uh, announced the implementation of a National Security Action Memorandum. I think it was 57 and 58. I don't know. I did a show on it a long time ago. Uh, taking control of special operations away from the Central Intelligence Agency and putting it back under the Department of Defense. That is fairly complex. I mean, to actually make that happen, to neuter the Central Intelligence Agency in that way, I mean, that's a dangerous business. Maybe, you know, it has something to do related to that. I don't know. You know, that's the thing about a lot of these things. Uh, we're we're probably never going to get the answers on much of this stuff until maybe we're very old. Uh, you know, maybe it'll be declassified. Uh, even if, even if President Trump comes back and we're able to fundamentally fix the United States of America, uh, I just, I don't believe that they will tell us about it. They will not give us all of that information. It's just not the way. You'll know because we'll have won. Either we win or we lose. You know, it's it's one of the two. So I'm just going to keep pushing forward as if we're going to win and give it my all uh, because uh, I don't want to live in a world where America is captured. I don't want to live in a world where America is no longer the nation that I grew up in. And uh, although it has been subverted, I don't think it's lost yet. And so that's why I continue to move ahead and believe in the power of the American people, the sanctity of our founding documents, the fabric of our republic, uh, and believe that those complicated military operations are, in fact, taking place behind the scenes. But what's important is the galvanization of the American people. We have to wake every single person up. And again, the only way you can do that is by showing them how broken the system is. All right. If you if you have something wrong with your car, uh, you know, you have a cracked axle or something like that, uh, but you don't know about it because it hasn't fully broken yet. You're able to drive, you know, you're you're driving down the highway. Maybe you're, you know, going back and forth across the country and you don't know because you don't see it. Well, generally, when something like that is wrong with your car, unless you are taking it to a mechanic regularly, you don't find out until it breaks. You know, there you go. You've now been shown. Go get your stuff fixed. All right. So who are the people who are indicted along with President Trump? So, Apparently, their names have been leaked to CNN from the Department of Justice. This is once again an illegal action um, by the Department of Justice and the special counsel's team. They're not supposed to be handing this information out. If they are unnamed co-conspirators, there's a reason they are unnamed. But we're looking at most likely... Rudy Giuliani, co-conspirator one, an attorney who was willing to spread knowingly false claims and pursue strategies that the defendant's 2020 re-election campaign attorneys would not. Number two is John Eastman, 
an attorney who devised and attempted to implement a strategy to leverage the vice president's ceremonial role overseeing the certification proceeding to obstruct the certification of the presidential election. Number three is Sidney Powell. An attorney whose unfounded claims of election fraud, the defendant privately acknowledged to others, sounded crazy. Nonetheless, the defendant embraced and publicly amplified co-conspirator 3's disinformation. I mean, it did sound crazy. It was crazy to think that our country had been compromised to that degree. My God, of course, it's nuts. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Number four is Jeffrey Clark a Justice Department official who worked on civil matters and who, with the defendant, attempted to use the Justice Department to open sham election crime investigations and influence state legislatures with knowingly false claims of election fraud. Uh, Fifth is Kenneth Chesborough. He's an attorney who assisted in devising and attempting to implement a plan to submit fraudulent sales uh, slates of presidential electors to obstruct the certification proceeding. Isn't that interesting? They spelled that wrong. And then, of course, co-conspirator number six, who has not specifically been named, but is listed as a political consultant who helped implement a plan to submit fraudulent slates of presidential electors to obstruct the certification proceeding. Now, initially, I wondered, is it possible that one of these people could be Ivan Raiklin. I mean, you know, he wrote that uh, the, the Pence card stuff and uh, he was retweeted by President Trump. And you know, there were there were things pointing to the fact. But what they're actually charging these people with is a completely different plan. I, I spoke with Ivan earlier today and he said that there were three distinct possible plans that could have been used to attempt to rectify the scenario that took place in November of 2020. Now, uh, Ivan believes that uh, number six might be Corey Lewandowski, and he was supposed to call Corey's people and get back to me. Haven't heard back from him yet. Now that I'm on the air, let me go ahead and check. Let me check my uh, my messages here, and we'll see if he responded. Nope. Any luck on co-conspirator six, question mark? All right, we'll see if uh, if Ivan gets back to us before the end of the video. Yeah, uh, exactly, Serter. President Trump declassified everything on his way out. So that means that when we go to court, President Trump will call for that stuff to be placed into evidence. Uh, We'll have the proof that he was right, the election was stolen, and that there was nothing illegal that was done that day. Now, Michigan's Dana Nessel. She is apparently taking the lead of the U.S. Department of Justice, and she has just indicted moments after President Trump's indictment her former GOP opponent, Matthew DiPerno. You'll remember Matthew DiPerno was the lawyer who was working on the case in Antrim County, Michigan, in uh, the UP. Now, uh, this is all related to Matt and his team looking at a Dominion voting system machine after the 2020 election. Uh, recently, just before the election that she uh, uh, was running against DiPerno, she appointed a special counsel to investigate him just weeks before the election. Uh, and, of course, Nessel made uh, open threats to Matthew DiPerno before the election. Uh, and you also might remember that Dana Nessel passed out drunk at a Michigan State game or maybe Maybe it was a University of Michigan game, some football game. She got wasted. She had to be carried out in a uh, a wheelchair. So 
former Republican Attorney General candidate Matt DiPerno and ex-state rep Dare Rendon are facing criminal charges for their alleged role in a scheme to access voting machines following the 2020 presidential elections. This is according to case details provided by the Oakland County Circuit Court. DiPerno, whose name I guess is spelled incorrectly in the indictment, is facing four charges, two counts of undue possession of a voting machine, one count of conspiracy for undue possession of a voting machine, and conspiracy for unauthorized access. For Rendon's part, he's facing two charges, conspiracy for undue possession of a voting machine and false pretenses. Now, They were arraigned by Zoom yesterday. They were both released on $5,000 personal bonds. Uh, Apparently, they stood mute before the judge. And these are the only two people who have been charged in Michigan besides those uh, the slates of electors. Now, uh, we do have a response from Matt DiPerno, and we're going to go ahead and uh, take a look at this. Here it is for immediate release. In response to recent developments, my client wishes to make the following statement regarding the indictment and the charges improperly levied against him. Today, Mr. DiPerno was arraigned on four felony counts by a special assistant to the Office of the Attorney General. He categorically denies any wrongdoing and firmly asserts that these charges are unfounded and lack merit. The indictment arises from a court-ordered forensic investigation of the Antrim County election, where Mr. DiPerno uncovered significant security flaws. He maintains his innocence and firmly believes that these charges are not based on any actual truth and are motivated primarily by politics rather than evidence. He is confident that justice will prevail, and he looks forward to the date when his innocence will be demonstrated in a court of law. He calls on the people of the state of Michigan to stand with him during this time as he remains dedicated to the pursuit of truth and justice. So, uh, knowing that, I think that Dana Nessel is going to have a very difficult time uh, proving this in a court of law as well. Matthew DiPerno uh, will be vindicated In the exact same way President Trump will be, this is just going to be another time waster. It's going to be another money waster. And, of course, they want to make sure that DiPerno can't run against Dana Nessel again uh, if he ever wants to work up the cojones to do so. Just another kangaroo court. Uh, Absolutely disgusting to watch this taking place here in the United States of America. Uh, so let me say thank you very much to two in the pink. Mike Pence tried to help assassinate Trump, man. Did he? I mean, I don't know anything about that. And if that's true, then heck, you know, I'm, <laughs> that makes me like him even less. Uh, just duckies. The ones who know it all keep quiet tongues. Remember, good actors make great movies. Yes, I think you're right. Uh, singing pretty. Have a great day, everybody. And then who cares? Says Zach, they haven't charged the six yet. They are just listed as conspirators with no summonses. Oh, so they are unindicted co-conspirators. Okay. All right. Uh, from what I th- I could have sworn that I saw Rudy Giuliani talking about how he was told he was indicted, but he wasn't actually sent anything. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But that's an important distinction to make. Unindicted co-conspirators. So uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, you guys. I may have an opportunity for us to ask Vivek Ramaswamy all of the questions that you have posed in the chat uh, about him and his candidacy in the past. So I encourage you to send me emails of what you would like Vivek Ramaswamy to answer and uh, what you would like to know about him.
And that's all I'm going to say. Let me just put that out there, and then we'll go ahead and talk about it at a future date. But send me emails at redpill78 at protonmail.com. So Vivek has filed a lawsuit against the DOJ over their failure to respond to a lawful FOIA request. What is this FOIA request for? They're asking for communications between Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, and Jack Smith in this indictment of President Trump. So Vivek has been the only person uh, in the Republican field who has openly talked about this being a completely wrong move for the country. Uh, it's kind of shocking to see all of these people that uh, don't have President Trump's back and are not willing to stand up for him. I saw a, uh, a video that uh, Ramaswamy put out where he you know, says, hey, if Donald Trump wasn't in the race, it would make my race a lot easier. But you know what that does to the country is uh, fundamentally un-American. So it makes sense that we would learn about the communications between the president the attorney general and the special counsel. Now, these requests uh, are hoping to uncover any possible communications these three may have had regarding the indictments of President Trump uh, and, uh, of course, he, Donald Trump being one of the political rivals of Joe Biden, the primary political rival, the communications, exactly what they said. Uh, are are more important than you can possibly imagine. So Vivek filed this uh, FOIA request, and uh, the uh, the government apparently does not want to give him the information. Uh, now, of course, this is uh, not privileged communications, so it should be something the government would just hand over. Uh, he said in U.S. versus Alvarez, the Supreme Court held that political candidates have a First Amendment right to knowingly make inaccurate statements. If you're going to indict a former president and leading presidential candidate, it better not be based on an unprecedented legal theory. Further, it's more than a stretch to call something criminal if seeking if someone is seeking legal counsel from their own lawyers. Uh, so. I'm interested to see what happens with this. I can't imagine that the DOJ is ever going to step up to the plate and uh, give anybody the types of communications that he's seeking. Yeah, Chakra Heart, I think I think that Vivek is uh, shooting for vice president. I mean, because if you take a look, well, OK, first of all, I mean, like he, he's a total unknown. All right. He came out of nowhere. Um, I have problems with some of the statements that he's made in the past, and I intend uh, to ask him about those. And uh, I'd, I'd like to hear what he has to say and see, you know, what he's specifically referring to in some instances and, you know, if his mind has changed at all. Um, but I think that his support of Donald Trump, uh, given his relative lack of a profile when it comes to running for president. I think it makes more sense that he's actually running to be the vice presidential pick. And, uh, you know, obviously Donald Trump is going to want people who have his back. But the question is, you know, does anybody really have his back? You know, who could potentially be the best choice for vice president? I mean, you know, somebody asked me the other day on, on baseless conspiracies uh, who we would like to see back in Trump's cabinet. You know, obviously, I want Mike Flynn there. I would like uh, Ratcliffe back in there as well. Uh, I, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't mind having um, uh, Rick Grinnell back in there as well. Uh, Cash Patel certainly. Uh, if uh, if Ezra Cohen Watnick has a, a a spot a spot to fill, then certainly him as well. Um, 
I'd like to see all of these people. I think I believe that those people are trustworthy. Uh, but when it comes to politicians, man, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. D.C. is filthy. These people are dirty. All right, before we end the show today, guys, I had just a couple more uh, little tidbits about Devin Archer's testimony. Apparently, he testified that Hunter Biden had directed him to buy a burner phone. This was three days before a scheduled meeting with Vice President Joe Biden at the White House. And then what happened shortly after that? Well, it was announced that Hunter and Devin were going to be taking on board seats at the Ukrainian gas company Burisma. Now, you tell me what possible reason would the business partner of the son of the vice president have to purchase a burner phone so that he could meet with the president? Uh, obviously there was going to be some level of communication taking place, probably with some of those business partners in a foreign country. Uh, so he told Devin to get this burner phone. And then three days later, he meets up with Joe Biden. Buy a cell phone from 7-Eleven or CVS tomorrow, and I'll do the same, Hunter wrote in the April 13th, 2014 meeting message. And then three days later, Devin Archer went to meet with Joe Biden at the White House in the West Wing. And then a couple days after that, they announced that they were going to be joining the board at Burisma. Now, the request by Hunter to buy a burner phone came at the end of an email where they were discussing their business strategy. Now, this email also hinted at Hunter touting the influence of his then vice president father. In that email, he refers to him as my guy, my guy. And this is very similar to his characterizations in other communications. Uh, my guy, the big guy. You know, times like that. Uh, and, uh, and here is the uh, email in its entirety where he lays out uh, a number of uh, pieces of business that they're going to have to go ahead uh, and uh, pay attention to. And the last thing, buy a cell phone from 7-Eleven or CVS tomorrow and I'll do the same. Probably because they were going to be talking about things they shouldn't and they did not want it coming back on their personal cell phones. Now, earlier today, Devin Archer also sat down with Tucker Carlson in an exclusive interview. Uh, it was in multiple parts. The first part was released today. That was 12 minutes long. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting to hear Devin Archer actually speaking to a live person about this. Uh, Blurticus says it's all crap and I don't know, don't understand how any of this could happen to America. Zach, we appreciate you speaking out for us. Well, thank you very, very much. I, I sincerely appreciate that as well. And, you know, um, I, I, I see what's happening to this country and I'm disgusted by it. I'm absolutely torn apart that they could allow this to happen, that they would uh, that they would go through with the things they've gone through with. It's terrible. It's disgusting. And I think that speaking out about these crimes is uh, it it is our duty as American citizens. So thank you very much for saying so. Um, now, in the interview with Devin Archer, they were exploring that concept of my guy. Hunter Biden's guy, the big guy. Hunter knew a lot of people, but obviously there was some familial, his brother, his father, some of his father's siblings. He knew a lot of people. So what? He knew other Bidens is what the what the deal was. How do I deal with getting a guy a visa that needs to come over for a business deal? 
Call our lobbyist that knows the guy in DHS or used to work in DHS or Customs and Border Patrol or the people at the embassy in the state. They might be able to help. And this recurring theme kept coming up in the interview, the question of whether or not Hunter Biden would have maintained these relationships, been involved in any of these business dealings, if it were not for the fact his father was vice president or sitting in some other office in government. Now, Archer doesn't want to speculate specifically, but he acknowledged that it was Joe Biden and the Biden brand that allowed for their business dealings to be so successful. I mean, I could start a consulting company tomorrow, guys, but it's not going to do me very good if I don't know people at the State Department, if I don't know people at Customs and Border Patrol, if I don't know people at the CIA or the FBI or state. You know, all of those relationships that Hunter Biden had were a direct result of the, the fact that his father had been in government for so long. Hunter said this. Uh, I'm sorry, Joseph Biden said this. The president of the United States, the imposter in chief. Dear Devin, I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President Hu Jintao. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Joseph R. Biden Jr. (laughs) Now, Uh, The relationship between Hunter and Biden obviously was very close. I mean, Hunter was giving half of his income to the Biden family legacy. And Joe obviously knew about the business dealings that Hunter was involved with. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten on the phone or showed up to these luncheons. They also talked about the instances of specifically when Joe would jump on those calls. And Archer has estimated that it was dozens of times during that 10-year partnership. Uh, Any way you slice it, Uh, Joe Biden knew that he was speaking with Hunter Biden's business partners. He knew exactly why they were on the phone. He knew exactly what the implication was that Hunter's relationship with his father would secure certain things for those overseas business dealings. This is the very definition of influence peddling. This is the definition of pay to play. And unfortunately, All of this, all of this could have been done in a a very different way. Uh, But the greed of the Biden family, the hubris of the Biden family created the situation that we find ourselves in today. But it needed to happen. We needed to prove to America that this nation is run by criminals because it is. The only way that we can change it is to expose these people, push them out into the light. Now, Take a look. Take a listen to this. Just recently, Hunter Biden was staying at a Venice Beach rental house. And we actually reported on this, a four point two million dollar mansion. And apparently he and his new wife, Melissa Cohen, they left the house completely trashed in disarray and disrepair. They stiffed the owner eighty thousand dollars in unpaid rent. Now, that means that they stayed in this home and their entitled asses destroyed the place, and then screwed over the owner. Can you imagine being somebody who owns a beautiful palatial estate? You rent that place to the son of the president, thinking, my God, there's no way they're going to screw this up. And instead, they go in and they just trash the place. Hunter and Melissa were horrible tenants. Not only did they stiff the owner for months of rent, they left the house in terrible condition. Here is Hunter, their baby, and his new wife, Melissa Cohen. Now, this is 
a, a, a daughter that's almost the same age as Navy Joan London Roberts, the one that Hunter and his father have only just recently admitted is even alive. Here you can see the beautiful, looks like a shipping container style home, very modern, lots of right angles, metal and concrete, I'd imagine. And then, of course, you have this uh, the, this uh, very secure security gate. Uh, this uh, apparently did not it did not this apparently not and did not end at the treatment of the home. They were also apparently very rude and disrespectful to the owners of the home. Melissa specifically was rude and entitled. Uh, they destroyed stereo equipment. Uh, and then somebody was sent over to fix it, and they didn't want to let these guys in to do it. And, of course, they also left the house dirty. They're apparently filthy pigs. Maybe while they were living there, Hunter was back on the crack pipe. I mean, he had those new teeth. You know, why did he need to worry about destroying that smile again? Now, property records show that the owner of the home sold the home. Uh, and it had been rented out for $25,000 a month. Uh, it is now valued at $4.2 million. But one well-placed source of the former owner could only shift the property after cleaning up the Biden's mess. And out-of-pocket was screwed on that $80,000. Yeah, the owner of that home was the CEO of uh, a company called Sweet Green. His name is Jonathan Neiman. That's him right here. Uh, Neiman decided not to take Hunter to court for the arrears. It's not that he needed the money, and frankly, it was embarrassing. A 3,700-square-foot home on a Grand Canal in Los Angeles, the son of the president, a former recovering drug addict, and he and his brand-new young wife couldn't bother to keep the place clean. Well, that is a metaphor for the entirety of Joe Biden's administration, uh, now, finally, there was a report earlier of an active shooter inside the Senate. Turns out it was totally fake. Nobody was there. Nobody was setting up a crow's nest to shoot congressmen or anything even close to that. So uh, we are going to go ahead and end it there. We've got 3,400 people here on Rumble and 491 likes. I implore you, please, if you're watching the show, if you're watching the replay later, just make sure you hit that like button uh, on your way in or your way out. And if for some reason you didn't like the show, you thought that I could have done something different, just leave it in the description box below. I do take constructive criticism rather well. Uh, finally, over here on the foxhole, Lynn's over it. So good to see you, Lynn. It's been a minute. Uh, dropped a cookie. So I really do appreciate that. <clears throat> Uh, for everybody else uh, here uh, on the channel, I, I want to say thank you. Make sure you tune in tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on Altered State on Badlands uh, Media with myself and Brad. We're going to be talking about another thrilling set of uh, circumstances uh, that uh, relate to the uh, alteration and destruction of the United States. I really do appreciate you guys. I need to say thank you to Spray and Pray, who yesterday, as I was ending the show, uh, uh, had donated over on Cash App. So thank you very, very much, Spray and Pray. I really do appreciate it. And I think that's it. Let me just check real quick over on Ko-Fi. I don't think that there's anything, but hang on. There we go. <clears throat> yeah, nothing on Ko-Fi. Okay, guys, you're the best. Thanks for being here. Good luck. God bless. I'm going to pass out the gold pills now.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.